This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of Espanation Once Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 245, Gray Hairs and Growing Pains. Mm. Yep. Uh, I guess it kind of works out that it, we didn't win, because at least we know where we are in the standings. Yes, they, they played right into my strategy, right into my preseason football strategy. Be, Show be, them nothing. Be the sixth seed and make a run in the playoffs. No, no, the uh, don't show your enemy any secrets. <laughs> oh, Vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla is possible. Just play conservative and show them nothing. That's right. Like the U.S. national team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did it when it mattered. <laughs> We're saving our strategy for the World Cup. Well, you're not playing. That's the World you Cup. haven't had a chance to bitch about this yet. I have not had a chance to bitch about it because uh, last week I scheduled a ride for somebody to a dinner that was at 5.30, and I was like, I'll have plenty of time to get back in time for the show. And I was wrong. I didn't leave Brooklyn until like 10.30. I think we're just wrapping up at that point. Yeah. So, anyway, Red Bulls played to a 0-0 draw against Atlanta. Own goal did not come out in revenge. So, at least there's that going for us. <laughs> um, likes, dislikes. So, Pat, I know you didn't watch too much, so we'll start reducing your ears out of the way. What do you dislike about it? I mean, you know... I, Considering that, it's very possible they were really were actually, in fact, playing conservatively, knowing there wasn't much on the line. Uh, I still have to say I dislike the fact that uh, you drew uh, at home. Uh, I mean, it's very, very possible Atlanta will play in Red Bull Arena at some point uh, in this, these playoffs. And if that's the case, Red Bull needs to win that game. They cannot draw at home. So um, to see them incapable of uh, getting a win against such a high-caliber opponent, uh, at this point, uh, that is a bit worrisome. Um, so, but again, I mean, it, you know, it, they very well may have taken it easy. I mean, they took BWP out nice and early. Uh, they may have been taking it easy, knowing that their playoff destiny was pretty much set in stone at that point. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to get at least one goal in every home game. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that's definitely a a very shitty part of that game. Uh, my dislike is that since I recorded the game that I watched uh, absolutely nothing when I got home. That I watched that. That I stayed up late and watched nothing happen. So that that was that kind of sucked. Yeah, I think my decision to play uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War while the game was on, on my laptop was a wise one. <laughs> it gave you something to do with some action. Yeah, exactly. I, I would have not enjoyed, but I was more adamant 
animated during the Jets game that I watched the next day that I did watching this game. <laughs> so I'll tell you something. I don't even want to talk about that. Why? You didn't get robbed of a touchdown. I watched the game. I watched it. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, my dislike has got to be Wright Phillips's miss right in front of goal. Um, I, I know Guzan was made a diving save, but elevate the ball, put it at the opposite post, anything but right in front of you. On his hand? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your like, hand. I'm going to shoot like, at it. Like anything else, and it would have been a, a goal and a win for the Bulls. Like, I, I, I know he is good, but like in a tight game like that, where you and and for as much as I've ragged on Jesse before for saying that the team played well, the Red Bulls actually played well in the second half. And just got unlucky with a few things that would have stopped them from winning. And then again, like you said, they they took BWP out early, so it was kind of just like a, okay. And yeah, I don't right, understand good. that either. Like, yeah, he missed that shot, but I mean, like, come on. I, I, again, I think it's solely to conserve him for the playoffs. Well, that's what they're doing. Not by not playing starters against DC. So, <laughs> right, which I guess we'll get to, right? We will. Uh, first. Before we get away from this game, likes Truman, uh, you go first. What did you like about this one? Well, I I'm usually very sad that I didn't make the last home game of the year. That's always kind of like a must go to because again, with a playoff game, we don't know if that will be the last game of the year. But I'm kind of glad I wasn't there because I would have spent money to drive to park to get a ticket and see nothing happen. Mm-hmm and then sit in traffic waiting to get out of there. So I guess there's a bonus uh, for not actually being in attendance at this game. Pat, anything? Uh, uh, the defense gets Atlanta off the board. I mean, that, that, that's that a, is true. That is, and, you know, the defense has been some of the wor- one of the worst aspects of this team. Uh, and Atlanta is a, has a very good offense. So uh, if there's any encouragement at all uh, with the team kind of putting in maybe a half-hearted performance, they still kept uh, Atlanta off the board, and uh, I guess that's positive. Uh, I mean, there was a bunch yeah. of luck associated yeah. with that. Yeah, it's still something worthwhile that mm-hmm. you're building towards something because defense did, did get better during that game, so I'll give them that. Um. My like will be the fans because even watching on the surprisingly somewhat shitty Fox Soccer match pass because they are bringing that stupid shit. Anyway, watching that stream, there was this weird sound effect in the background, but the Red Bull fans made it worth it. Like there was like almost like a Vuvuzela overlay, and I know really? that I know that is not there. I know that's not something that we do. No. But it felt like it was there the whole time, but the Red Bulls fans overpowered it enough for me to tolerate it. So, thank you. That's good. All right. The one thing, I'll I'll say this. When the game is less crowded, I feel like you hear the South word even more. Almost like the the seats, the empty seats keep the the sound in better. Yeah, yeah, and there's, like, you're, you're muting the dull... Uh, noise of like a regular crowd 
and it just like focuses in completely on the southward. I see what you're saying. Like the regular conversations kind of die out because of less people. Right. And the, the normal southward sound just gets amplified because of that. Yeah. So what we should do if we do get a, a playoff game is don't allow anybody in but the southward, and then it'll just be deafening, right? Right? Sounds, yep. sounds like it's planned. Right, 20,000 empty seats and uh, just 5,000. And call it a sellout. Yeah, why not? Was this one called a sellout? Because that'd just be perfect. <laughs> I don't know if it actually was or not. All right. Uh, prediction standings, I haven't done them in a while. I am in third with 13 points. Pat is in second with 16. And the winner for 2017, Truman at 22. Everyone can't see me flexing, but I'm flexing right now. I'm pointing to myself. I am the champ, two-time champ. Champ is here. Two-time uh, champ. Can't wait to get the belt, which I will. Two-time champ. I could actually I'm going to get the belt. I know you are. You're going to bring that belt. <laughs> I'm going to wear it. Will they allow you in the stadium with that? Huh? Will they allow that in the stadium? Uh, a title belt? Well, yeah, I'm the champ. They they better allow it in. Okay. I mean, I'm the champion now. You seriously going to give him the belt? Because I'm actually going to see this. him. There's a possibility for him to belt. do it. How about this? Pat, you, I'll let you take a picture holding the belt. Uh. <laughs> for your 2016, I'll let you take a picture with it. I mean, Worse. I won last year. I'm, I can't, I'm going full heel with this belt, too. Full heel. You're going to spray nice. green, like, NWO on or something like that? Yeah, uh, totally. But don't worry, I'm not going to put it, uh, set it on fire and drop it in a uh, uh, trash can. That's good. <laughs> Although, you'd only do that if you went to, like, Steam Red or somebody else, because that's the only way that works. Uh, so, like the MLS uh, standings, or Eastern Conference standings, though, I can still overtake Pat for a second. Wait, oh. can I? Yeah. No, I could tie you for a second. Because we yes. are exactly the same. You, it, all right. We, we all know that technically you can, but it's not going to happen. Nope. It's possible. <laughs> There's an easy way to have that not happen. There is. And that's why I'm going to let Pat go first. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> well, okay, I'm, I'm telling you this right now. We're, if I'm running this rule next year, Whoever is at the top of the standings has to go first, and we're going to go in order one, two, three. Okay, I like that. This way, it stops that kind of shit from happening. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like it. It's yeah, a good it'll, idea. It'll change every week, but that way, whoever is number one can't keep banking on calling the same thing as everybody else. All right, let's put that in the rule book. Yeah, in the rules. All right. Why did you go last anyway? So it works out for me this week. Okay. All right. Prediction time. Uh, so. <clears throat> Rebels traveling to DC United for the very last game at RFK. Thank God. Uh, after predictions, I want to do favorite moments at RFK. Because I have a, I have a few that I have been there for in my few short years as a Rebels fan. I want to talk about um, that game is if you're not going to be there, 4 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Uh, MSG apparently will have the game. Oh, they're finally allowed to have one? Well, because it's not the sexy pick for national TV, right? No, certainly not. 
not you know, I mean, one, of the, not one of the oldest rivalries in MLS. No, right. I mean, it should be in the span of, uh, you know, right. Last not, game at RFK, right. It's storied rivalry, the whole thing, but no. And the, the team is dog shit. Correct. And I think technically we have not that Red Bulls fans, I guess, care about it all too much, but the Atlantic Cup's still on the line, right? Because we tied twice. Oh, oh boy. Right? We did tie twice, right? It was zero, zero, it was, uh, oh no, I think we won the first game, actually. 3 3. But I think we won the first game 2 nothing. Okay. Boy, how long ago was that, right? Jeez. That been, yeah, very early in the year. So long ago. Jesus Christ. Uh, where is Wikipedia? There it is. It's much quicker going to Wikipedia for this stuff. Let's just ask Siri. Someone ask Siri. Hold on. 2 April 15th. Ask anyway, Pat. Ask anyway. Hey, Siri. Um... How did the Red Bulls do against DC United in 2017? Okay, I found this on the web for how did the Red Bulls do guys DC United in 2017? I don't know. She's no good to us. She's worthless. Siri, what did I tell you to call me? You're Patrick, but since we are friends, I get to call you Sexy Daddy. (laughs) Yeah! Now we're talking. This show just got hot. Yeah, yeah I was kind of amused when I was. I realized I could Do that. make that happen. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, if the Red Bulls draw this game at minimum, then they win the uh, Atlantic Cup. So there's that. Ooh. Or as long as they don't lose by two, yeah, then we're good. Um. So predictions, Truman, since you're champ, you'll go first this time. What's going to happen at DC? Well, they're playing the beast of B teams, right? It's it's going to be Felipe and the Bees <laughs> and Roble and Robles, Robles. So basically, uh, Portland again. Yes, yeah, it's going to be like Super Portland because clearly, if you're going to play on Wednesday or Thursday, because God forbid MLS tells us uh, what games are when, which they could have done already. I mean, we don't even know who we're playing. There's no reason so. why they can't. No, it doesn't. This is what you do. Uh, Wednesday, the third seed is playing the sixth seed. The end. I just solved it. That Thursday, four is playing the five. You, you right. Actually, I'm just saying. We're going to get into it. Do you actually see right. the playoffs get how fucked up it is? Oh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a hoot nanny. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say DC, uh, DC is going to win one nothing because it's their last game there, and despite them being trash, uh, we were trashed in 2009, and we destroyed Toronto, dashing their playoff hopes, which we talked about on the show before. So I think they're going to get a win in their last game at Dump Hole City, Raccoon City, uh, Concrete Jungle, whatever you want to call it. But they will not win the Atlantic Cup. For some reason, we'll win that because who really cares about it? Hmm. So as we're destroying half the uh, upper deck, we'll get to walk out with a silly fan trophy. We won't even be Don't. destroying it intentionally. That's the best part. No, we'll just be walking out, and it will be disintegrating. <laughs> it's like it's like the car in Blues Brothers. Once everyone leaves, it just collapses in on itself. <laughs> uh, Truman, don't criticize silverware. Uh, get ready for Twitter anger. Uh, <laughs> uh, Come uh, at me, bro. Yeah, so uh, 
the game. Uh, I'm just going to go 1-1. I'm going to say Rebels get a goal, and then they probably give one up in, like, the 92nd minute. Something like that. So, that's it. It's just be like, ah, all right, this happened. If they get, the, then, they get uh, that, like, final minute of glory. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, and then we light the building on fire. <laughs> Good. Now, now we're talking. Again, unintentionally, because it's a fucking shithole. Yeah. I mean, this This is the one time I think fan hooliganism is encouraged. Actually, knowing DC fans will probably set on fire themselves because they're done with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going I'm on a limb with this. The first, and this is the game I was going to talk about anyway. The first ever game I went to uh, between Red Bulls and DC at RFK was 2011. It was like April or something like that. It was a four nothing just slaughter of DC United. Uh, it's the game where Agudelo came on and had like that weird sideways backwards goal that's yep. in, like all the MLS highlight videos. Yep. <clears throat> four nothing. That's what I'm calling. And because and I swear this actually happened. It's gonna happen again. There's going to be at some point on the the video board, or whatever you want to call it, somebody asking somebody to a homecoming dance. Because when I went to that game in, in 2011, it was somebody asking somebody out to prom. You going to make their prom proposal? They did. It, it was a prom proposal. Kids these days are the worst. No, it was just a text. It wasn't even like a video, but it was just a text. Like, hey, will you going to prom with me? Hmm. Like, I feel like it's going to be like, hey, do you want to go to homecoming with me? Because... Can I just say that you're not a man if you're texting someone? I mean, I guess you're not a man anyway. You're still a teenager, but I mean, what a wimpy way. Be a man, ask a person, right in the face. Let's go. They do, they do man. You probably have to be in the stadium, right? Otherwise, what's the point? I hope so. Hmm. So you can be next to the person and have show up on the video board. Like, hey, go to prom with me. Anyway. Hey, you. Julie, so, get over here. We're going to the prom. <laughs> uh, favorite moments at RFK? I'm limiting mine to when I've been there. So Yeah, you have to. The 4 okay. nothing game. That's only once for me. Well, dear, you just have your moments. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the 4 the four nothing victory. The I, think, I think the scoreline was 2-1 DC. I believe it was, I, forget, I think it was the second year. Pecky was in charge. Yeah, it was second Pecky was in charge. We're, we went because I remember. Or no, wait, that would have been the first year. Whenever, whenever uh, Spindola got his red card, I can't remember which year Pecky was in charge for that. But that's the the two one loss where Spindola got the red card and we still beat DC on aggregate. Like that whole thing was just insane because that was also the birth. Of twist and shout in the South Ward. That's when it uh, it really blew up on Twitter and everything. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was it because I remember. I think there was like a loss in there or something like that, but yeah. So those are my two moments that I really remember. Pat. Uh, well, I only went uh, for a U.S. national team game, uh, Gold Cup 2011. Um, so I will have to say, yeah, that game, the U.S. Yeah, I was beat, there for that. Yeah, you were, you were there. Uh, Jamaica, we beat Jamaica 2-0. Jermaine Jones had a nice little goal. I think Dempsey scored the other one. 
And uh, during the El Salvador game, I put a we went back out post game tailgate, and I put a bottle of water next to a unconscious El Salvador fan. I guess who was just so shit faced, fell asleep in the par- in the middle of the parking lot. So there you go. That's my DC my, D- my RFK moment. Was that the one that was like drunk and fighting people before the game? Well, fighting people or- before the game. Yeah, I remember before the game, there was, like, the commotion because, like, somebody was really drunk and trying to start a fight. Oh, there was, yeah, there was a police presence. And, like, there was, like, one cop and, like, a hundred people surrounding him. <laughs> and I was, like, I started filming because I was, like, this could get ugly because oh, I, I was a douche. But, actually, it ended peacefully. But, you know. Yeah. It's also the soccer ball. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah so, we, I was burned in effigy. Some people ran over a soccer ball, and then, you know, you and that other dude lit it on fire at the end, after the game. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't. No, because I stayed. For some reason, I was. I was one of the state in the stadium. Oh, you stayed. Uh, I think it was Honduras played afterwards. El Salvador and somebody. Maybe it was El Salvador because there was a bunch of El Salvador fans. Yeah. And the, the two, like two El Salvadorian guys, were standing behind me. They're trying to get me like to join in all the curse chants to do it. I'm like, it's halftime. I'm going for a beer. I'll see you guys later. And I never came back. <laughs> There you go. All right, so I'll give you uh, – really, I've only been to the stadium a couple times, um, and I would throw out the Red Bulls playoff win when Dax McCarty scored the only goal. Uh, but I, I'm going to say this was my favorite moment at RFK because it was the first ever Red Bulls game at RFK. So I went to the first ever Red Bulls game in uh, 2006, and I'll be going to the last Red Bulls game there. So, but I have to, I have to preface this that saying it was great until halftime when the Red Bulls had a two nothing lead, because then they blew it and they drew to two two. But and then there was a big fight in the parking lot, all of this stuff. But uh, it was a crazy day because you had this quick takeover by Red Bull. Uh, you showed up to Giant Stadium, God knows when, in the morning. We had fourteen buses go down. They were loading fans up on Red Bull at like 8 in the morning, so people were just like losing their minds. They had a big pregame party at some nightclub in D.C., free food and drinks. Uh, our president at the time, as you all know, was Alexei Lawless. <laughs> he was the uh, team president. That went very well with the team, but he was there hanging out. And, uh, yeah, an awesome first half, which I just remember Amado Guevara scoring a beautiful free kick and uh, us being up 2 nothing. And then it fell apart. We lost. We drew two two, but it was just it was a cool day. It was definitely a day uh, I'll never forget in in Red Bulls lore. It was just super super fun, and uh, I watched the we watched the Liverpool Champions League victory on the way down. So it was even better. Mm. Nice. I also like to say that was right. Well, funny that that game. The only thing I remember was I was on a bus with uh, everyone's quote unquote favorite person Johnny Toro. There you go. And it was and it was pre Johnny Toro. He was just fan guy. He was just Johnny. He was just yeah. His name is just <laughs> John Guy, Italian guy. Generic guy number three. That's, that's all he was <laughs> before he decided to paint face red and put horns on him, get attention. All right. So after so that's the game, it. and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to being uh, at the last game. That's going to be super fun. I think. Oh, and there was oh another game. I can't remember which one, but for some, but somebody burned a DC United scarf in the parking lot because why not? That uh, that was probably every single game ever. I mean, it's yeah. possible, but I think it was like a week that game, so it was less people there, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, there's definitely plenty of fun moments against DC, but since we're going to have more, we won't do a whole show about that. Yeah. So the, the 4 nothing victory, the, the funny thing about that before the game started was uh, I drove down separate from a bunch of my friends that went with me, and I get a call, and they go, hey, we're here, but there's nobody here. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm standing in the parking lot. I'm talking to two DC fans, and we're like, and like, it's at FedEx Field, right? I'm like, no, it's at RFK. Wait, hold on, hold on. They were going to FedEx Field? Yes. Wow. That's funny. If, in fairness, I wait, was it? Uh, I don't remember the guy driving, but I don't think he was a soccer fan. I think it was just more of a, hey, we're kind of doing this thing. So, but yeah, they drove to FedEx, not... Oof, okay. well done. Go home at that point. <laughs> well, that was... They had enough time. They still got there before the game started. <laughs> so, worked out for them. Jeez. Um, so, before... Or, sorry, so after the game on Sunday against DC, the Red Bulls will play in the wild card round of the uh, MLS Cup playoffs because we are locked in number six. Um, but we don't know who we're playing because numbers two through five could completely change by the time uh, Monday uh, morning comes around. And I'm dead serious because Columbus right now is in fifth place and could jump to second if they win and Chicago and Atlanta tie or lose. And there's just one possibility. <laughs> there's so many. There there's so many. Like Richard Fernandez had to go and make a a, a, dren, a opponent generator for the three games that matter. And I'm not going to sit there going through all the combinations. I was going to, and then I noticed how many permutations. I was like, fuck this. I'm not trying <laughs> and if you're wondering why Columbus can jump from five to, to two, it's because, like I had previously said, goal difference is not actually the first tiebreaker. Number of wins tiebreaker. And Columbus has won the same amount as Chicago and New York City FC. So, and Columbus, I believe the players will definitely have something to play for at at. City, city field. Yeah. Yep. We'll get to that in a minute. Absolutely. Um, so, playing either Wednesday or Thursday, because, again, we can't lock a seat into a specific spot. If we're on Wednesday, the game is on Unimas. Oh, if my it's, God. If it's Thursday. Oh. If it's Unimas. Thursday, it's Unimas, Fox Sports 1, or ESPN. Because why the fuck can't we have two games and three possible providers, right? Oh, Unimas. Unimas! Ah, well, good better. grief. It gets better because this playoff schedule is fucked. Um, if they happen to make it out of the wild card round, leg one of the Eastern Conference semifinals is either Monday, October 30th, or Tuesday, the 31st. So the Red Bulls can possibly be hosting a home playoff game on Halloween. Ooh! Because all why the bad Halloween dead cats hang from poles. It's Stadium. What better day to put a game than on Halloween when parents can be taking their kids out to get high on sugar? Yeah, but maybe maybe the Red Bulls will dress up as a team that can score at home. That'd be a very good costume. What a treat! Uh, so then, the final leg of the Eastern Conference semis would be November fifth. And then right. to make things better, 
because the international break, they, the next game is not until the 21st November. <laughs> so almost three weeks later. I think we're going to change a complete season in between playoff rounds. <laughs> I think it's possible because it's still... It's going gonna, it's gonna to go from fall to like dead of winter. It's like the end of summer right now in Maryland. So yeah, yeah. it's possible. It's this this whole playoff schedule is fucked. It really is. Like I'm looking at the calendar. Like I could give you the weekends. Like just the the weekends you want to play, you could do it. So like Wednesday, Thursday, you play games Saturday, Sunday. You play on Wednesday, you play on Sunday, Saturday. You play Thursday, you play on Sunday. Then you play the next weekend, and then you play the weekend of the, I guess nineteenth. Then you play the weekend of the thirtieth, and then you play the weekend of ninth. And you get all of your stuff in without having to play any midweek games, except for the wild card round, which is how you've been doing it this whole goddamn time. Ugh. At Major League Soccer, man. Yeah. It's a crazy league. So if the Red Bulls were to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, they would host again on a Tuesday. Because, yeah. Because that makes lots of sense. Yeah. Let's 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 even let's just attempt if we can get there. We'll we'll see about that. I personally, uh, I think the team with the best chance to win is Atlanta because they are home and they're playing Toronto, who has zero to play for. So, who's really going to play in that game? Mm-hmm. And and do you really want to play Josie and Michael Bradley in Atlanta? Nope. Maybe they shouldn't even be on the bench. <laughs> more, more importantly, you sit there and let Atlanta win. You don't have to phase them to the finals of the Eastern Conference. So, I guess you're saying take a dive, Johnny. Why not? You have nothing, you have nothing to lose, right? Unless did they did they reach the like MLS point record yet? Because that would be the only reason, right? And that's honestly, I think secondary to anything else for a team. They already won the Supporter Shield. I don't think teams really care about point records. No, nah. so. I, I th- that's why I think Atlanta's going to be home. I think they're going to be hungry to get that win, move up. Uh, I'll say NYCFC second just because they're home, Columbus third, and then Chicago fourth because they are on the road in Houston, which who is a playoff team right now. So, so Toronto was tied with LA Galaxy at 68. With the, with the caveat that LA Galaxy earned those during the shootout era. So a draw would be enough. So why not play a B team? You could probably get a draw with B team. But there's so many scenarios. I love the idea of NYCFC dropping into a wild card away game. That'd be great. God, that would be such a treat. I love the idea of them playing at Rutgers University. Oh, please. We're going to that. We're going to it. Yeah, I mean Actually, that. Uh, yeah. Right, we're, we're right there anyway, so let's do it. All right, so we're gonna we're, let's vault vault into the dumping ground, shall we? So vault of, into of it. Of course, New York City is playing at City Field this weekend because the Yankees are still in a playoff run. Best part is the Yankees aren't even playing at home this weekend. <laughs> that that really makes, <laughs> makes no sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. It's so wonderful. The best part is it's what seventy-two hour turnaround is what they say. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they have more than seventy-two hours to make it. Sunday. Oh man! And they still so much down. fun. Um, and then if they happen to the Yankees happen to make the World Series, 
which is looking likely since they're one game away. Mm-hmm. New York City has already talked about moving. Uh, I think it's the November fifth game because that was that would have wound up with the World Series, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh... And so, I, it, well, it can't be any time past the fifth because it's not, the, it's not the World Series. It's Rutgers Maryland. It's it's clashing with. Well, no, the World Series clashes because it forces the, the three day turnaround. Oh yeah, yeah, but I thought you said November fifth. Well, that's that is when the game is supposed to be held. Yeah, I'm saying, but that's that's the clash with Rutgers. Yeah, so that is that is the Rutgers <laughs> Rutgers wrestling football doubleheader Yankee Stadium on on Sunday. No, on that like, Saturday, were, right? So, so here's the thing: Eastern Conference Finals is supposed to be played on or like two is on Sunday, November fifth. Mm-hmm. Yankees won't let them play if they make the World Series. Yankees won't let them play because of the three day turnaround for to do the field. So I think they were looking at November 4th and Rutgers. But Rutgers is hosting, like you said, the football wrestling doubleheader. Rutgers is playing it at Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's even better. Jay, Jay, hold on. This is, this is the the reason they can't do it is because Rutgers is hosting at Yankee Stadium a wrestling slash football doubleheader. That is the issue. And that the Mets are having a, Golf fiesta at their stadium. Yeah, they're turning City Field into a nine-hole golf course. <laughs> right. <laughs> but let's get into the real clusterfuckery of it all. And and mind you, this is just something that we read on Twitter, so we don't know how true this is. Mm-hmm. But a couple people were posting up that there's a possibility that they would have to host the game two days after the first leg yep. of the playoffs. And Which of Aaron course Rutgers, is right. Uh, I did, I don't even know if they said where it would be. It's just well, New York City FC. I don't think uh, gave a location, uh, and I've only seen Rutgers as a rumor, not a confirmed. So I'm guessing. Let me look at the right. And this is all this is all rumors right now. Yeah. But I, but I do want to dive into it because wait, November, wait, you can't wait, allow that to happen. Wait, you just can't. They're talking about playing November first. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's the thirtieth. That would make sense, actually. Yeah, right. Um, so, the reason they can get away with that would be because the Yankees, if they make it, are not hosting the are not the top seed. So they, I, I believe, anyway. So they would be on the road on that date. But here's the problem: you can't play two days later. You can't. Uh, here's here's the better thing: they would host Game Five at Yankee Stadium on the 29th. There's no three day turnaround period. So they're—I mean—they're fucked. They're basic—they're yeah. basically fucked yeah. because they're gonna have nowhere to play, uh, and I'm—you you can't play two days later. Yeah. You, it's you cannot do that. It, this league would be a fucking sham if they let that happen. Mm. I don't care where they have to go; they cannot play two days later. I don't care if it's at MetLife Stadium. I—I I mean, I, it won't be at Red Bull Arena. Here's my question: Rutgers is playing at Yankee Stadium, right? Yes. Why can't New York City play at Rutgers? Well, they well, they could. Well, that's that's. I, but I hope they play at Yurkak Field. That would be awesome. <laughs> and they can't play at Columbia because Columbia has a game. I looked that up. Hartford City FC. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see what happens when the team moves to Westchester County. Yeah. 
Someone suggested Red Bull Arena because if it was Red Bulls versus NYC, home and home at Red Bull Arena. <laughs> oh my god, It'd be interesting. So this is what I told you guys. I got I got to get it off my chest. This it, letting them move this game is, to me is utter bullshit. Especially given that the Red Bulls, what was it, two years ago now, that Open Cup game a uh, day before the Chelsea friendly where the Red Bulls were guaranteed by U.S. Soccer that they would not interfere by scheduling the friendly. They did interfere, and then because of Philadelphia saying no, they were forced to hold the game the day before, and then at 1 p.m., so they could avoid the MLS Player Union 24-hour rule, because it says 24 hours at minimum between games. U.S. Soccer already set a precedent for holding a date. MLS regular season is one thing, right? Because weather conditions, stuff like that, stuff happens. But this is a playoff game. Mm-hmm. These are two playoff games. Well, this is not U.S. Cup and friendly. Yes, these are where you can. Who cares who you put in a friendly? You cannot put in a B team at a playoff game. You just can't. Yeah. So U.S. Soccer has already set the precedent for forcing a team to hold the date of when a game is going to be played. If they can't play, if they can't find the stadium, then I don't know. Uh, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oof. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be. It's going to be a shit storm for sure. Whatever happens, I mean, I, I, I am not a Yankees fan, but I fully expect them to make the World Series just the way the Astros are playing. Mm-hmm. Fully expect it to happen, uh, which will add to the hilarity that is NYCFC playing a Yankee stadium. But the league and the Players Association cannot allow this team to say, well, we're going to have to move the game to two days later. Yeah. You just you can't let that happen. Because mm. you're risking player health. Uh, you're completely destroying the integrity of the actual game itself because then you're just you're not getting two teams of full strength. Right. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they just, uh, this team, let's just say the Red Bulls, for example. Uh, yeah, Red Bulls played on Monday. Oh, but now they have to go to the other team stadium two days later. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Or what if it's uh, see? Let's say it's Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta just played. You know. Oh, now they have to travel. Now they have to fly up to New York and play mm-hmm. two days later. Yeah. That's insane. It's, it's completely insane. And again, hopefully this is just hearsay. Hopefully there is an actual plan in place, a stadium in place, and this is just Twitter talk. But if any of this comes true, I'm just calling bullshit on the league. And we're about to call bullshit on the league again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on our next topic. Sure are. So let, should we, let's move away from this, uh, Jay, unless you have anything to add. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I think we all know what we're going to talk about, and that is the story of the Columbus crew probably almost definitely moving to Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. because somehow when ownership took over, their state, they apparently said, Oh, we're, we can't move the team unless maybe somehow it's in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the owner wants to move the team to Austin, Texas, unless he gets a new stadium, which I don't think is going to happen. No. Especially with this much time uh, given. And I believe they made the announcement after 
season ticket holders already made their deposits and for next both. year. And then they're not allowed to and they're not giving refunds either. Okay. Right. But now, I mean, they will play next season in Columbus. Mm-hmm. But do after. you want to be a fan of a team that is moving in the next year? And anyone who's watched sports the year before a team moves, ask the New Jersey Nets what mm-hmm. their home games are like when everybody knows they're moving the next year. Yeah. I, I think this is completely fucked. I think if Don Garber allows this to happen, he's a fuckhead uh, more than he already is. Mm-hmm. Moving to Austin, why? I guess it's because the hipster capital of Texas, despite you already having two teams there. It's the only thing I can think of is that Houston's, uh, Austin's a growing town. I've been there. It's very hipstery. It's an, it is an awesome town. Awesome. But, I mean, they couldn't even support the, uh, the Austin Aztecs in, like, a high school field. Yeah. So they're not ex- exactly screaming for, ho- uh, for soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and by the way... That's where the University of Texas is. Which that's they, what people care about. Which they're going to play there, by the way. That's that's what oh, the plan is. They're, temp- they're temporarily going to play at University of Texas. If you thought watching uh, uh, the Metro Stars play at Giant Stadium, watching the Wizards play it at uh, you know in Kansas City in their stadium, or the Galaxy playing at the Rose Bowl, wait till you see an MLS game at Texas Stadium. <laughs> or whatever it's called. It's going to look like five people at a game. Oh, yeah, that place is enormous. Mm-hmm. It is so huge. It's it's going to be pathetic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, My thoughts. Next? I mean... Uh, so, by the way, there were two versions of the Austin Aztecs. Yes, correct. The first one moved to Orlando. And yep. became Atlanta City. The second one folded after two years. Yep. Yep. Oh wait, no. Sorry. I think there's a plane. I I don't know. That but point being, uh, there's been two basically failed attempts at Austin already. And granted, that was a lower level side, but still, two failed attempts. Mm-hmm. The best part, and I want I need to read it is Anthony Precourt on Twitter. You don't know who he is. He is the owner and chairman of Columbus Crew. This is the tweet. I really do feel for you, crew fans. No, you don't. It's an uncertain time, I recognize, and I take full responsibility for the situation I have put us in. And, hold on, as a follow-up, he said, put you all in, not us. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's what he meant to say was that the situation that I put you all in. In other words, like, screw you. Unless he, unless they get a stadium downtown, that's it's not happening, man. It's not happening. Not a chance. I mean, why? Look, let's face it. I mean, I, I do like Major League Soccer. Obviously, I'm on this podcast. But what incentive does any city have to to build? I mean, there's barely any. There's there isn't. They've done many reports that there is no incentive to building an NFL stadium, the most profitable league in America. Why would you build an MLS stadium with public funds? It makes absolutely no sense. He's holding. He's basically he's giving himself an out, even though everybody with a brain sees right through it. Uh, that when he doesn't get his stadium, like, well, my hands are tied. I had to go to Austin. 
Um, and, you know, looking up Austin Essex real quick, one of the reasons they folded was they couldn't get a stadium. So uh, I don't know if – is Anthony Precourt from Austin? Is he a Texan? I mean, you know, I don't know what the deal is there. But it's 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 every time you see this happen, it's bullshit. I mean, it's total bullshit. Um, you know, they've got a perfectly fine. Yes, it is outdated by modern soccer specific stadiums for sure. Uh, absolutely, but it was privately funded, so you know it, it, the money is all going to you. Um, you know, attendance. I, I haven't seen figures lately. I don't know where they are at. Um, I'll I'll say this, Pat, uh, and I don't know numbers, but. Watch highlights of home games. It's it's not great. Mm-hmm. But honestly, attendance around the league is not – I mean, they keep bragging that attendance is so great this year, but, again, they just added mm-hmm. two teams. Yeah. But, and that, so, yeah, that, it's going to go up. But those numbers always get bullied by teams like Seattle and Portland that, in fairness, do consistently draw. Right. So they kind of help the rest of the, the league's numbers come up in comparison. Because like, right. they always talk about average for the league. They never talk about average for – the Red Bulls, average for New York City FC. Unless it's a really good number like Seattle. So that's the, yeah, pro- that's I, the problem. Yeah, I mean, watch Columbus highlights. It's it's not great. I mean, but neither is Chicago. Yeah. It's a, they're not uh, packing them in, and they got they got reasons to pack fans in there. Yeah. Uh, look, I just found an MLS attendance fingers uh, site, and Columbus is 20th with average attendance of 15,439. I'll say this though, for I mean, and again, we're talking that's tickets sold. That's how every team does it. Tickets mm-hmm. sold. Uh, that's not bad for it's a not team bad. in Ohio. It's not bad, yeah. And for not and for being in not one of the bigger cities, uh, Columbus, right? It's not Cleveland, not in Cincinnati. You know. Ah, it's just it's sickening because <clears throat> this is, as everyone will say, the first team. You know. Mm-hmm. They they had the first soccer stadium in the country. Mm-hmm. They've been such a stalwart in the Eastern Conference to move them to fucking Texas. Fuck realignment again. You know, that'll get all screwed up. It's just, it's just disgusting. It really is. And I'm, I wish there was something the fans could do, but apparently he already turned down uh, offers to buy the team out 100%, buy 50% of ownership turned both of those down. So he, he's made up his mind. He's taking these players to Texas. Mm-hmm. That, it's exactly what it is. He, he avoided the expansion maneuver, got a team, and is now just going to move it. And, and a long con, too, because he bought the team like 2012, 13, I think. Mm-hmm. But he's been – he rebranded the team two years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like he just came in – this is not like the Seattle or Seattle. Um, the hell's the basketball team? Supersonics. Where the guy came in and sa- said he wasn't moving, but like as soon as the paper was through, he's like, "Okay, we're gone. We're done." Yeah, it's like screw whatever lease you have. We have with you. We're we're out. Mm-hmm. And then now what? What does that stadium do now? What would it do? Sit. Yeah. I guess so. Well, Are we I mean, going to keep playing Mexico there? I mean, if it's privately owned, it's absolutely, you know. It's, uh, he owns it, too. Yeah, so it's, it's his responsibility. Do you pull a Cleveland Browns on him and go, screw you, take the teams and go, we're putting another team in there? 
You could, but I don't. I don't see. I mean, you'd have to probably you'd take a year off, uh, refurbish the stadium, and uh, go from there. But I, mean, right. I don't see that. Would Don Garber do that? With you know, I'm sure he'd rather expand into 15 other cities before going back to Columbus. Yeah. Um, also, just one thing about Texas's love is soccer, and I, I'm sure there are plenty of Texans soccer fans. So, uh, and none of them listen to the show, so nobody's going to get insulted. But uh, only the you, Texas ladies, and they're yeah. they're not in tonight. So. Yeah. Uh, Houston Dynamo. 17th with 17,000 average fans. FC Dallas last in the league with 15,106 fans. We're all the fans set on one side of the stadium. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's blazingly hot on the other side most, most yeah. days. It's shady side. <laughs> so, you know. Whatever, Anthony. Good luck. Yeah. Really, just, just a sad day. A sad day for this league. Oh, and while we're talking about it, we did put a poll up. Mm. Um, I'm going to pull up the numbers right here. It, it was pretty much, uh, should Don Garber get the boot mm. after a move like this? And uh, it was pretty overwhelming. Uh, 70% said, absolutely, this is unacceptable. And only 30% said, no, business as usual. That's after uh, 73 votes. So very, very overwhelming. Uh, we definitely hashtagged to save the crew, so maybe we got some crew fans out there voting. And I think we all know where they would stand in this situation. Honestly, I'm even surprised 30% agreed that he should stay. Yeah. But that, I, be, that being I, said, I, if uh, if Don Garber descended from the clouds and started uh, curing cancer-ridden children with his touch, I'm sure that might only make you know it might 5%. only go down to 65. percent Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> He would do that, but he would only start like bringing David Beckham back to 25 years old, and you know, <laughs> have him start playing in the league again. That's yeah. about it. That's all he'd do with magic powers. Yeah. I don't know. It's just gross. Just just a, a, a sickening thing that might happen to this league. It's really awful. Yeah. Have we ever had a crew uh, person on the show, Jay? I believe we've had Pat Murphy on, who was with uh, Massive Report. All righty. Maybe we'll have to have him on again. Mm. Especially if we end up playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Indeed. Especially since we haven't had a guest all season. Yes. We almost <laughs> did. We tried once this year, damn it. We did. And they said yes, and then we didn't hear from them that night. Yeah. Gingers, right? What are you going to do, Pat? <laughs> Who did I say it was that came on? Uh, you said uh, oh, Murphy or Hulahan. Not yet. No, who'd I actually say? Yeah, Irish McIrish face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these are Pat uh, Murphy or Pat Goulden, so it's one of the two. You yeah. said Pat Murphy. Okay, so I'm good. I didn't screw up. Yeah. More dumping ground? Yeah. That's all I have. I think those are two pretty big so topics to talk actually, about. Real quick before we move off of this, MassiveReport.com is the explanation site for the crew, and they've been, I think, just killing it in terms of talk about this like I believe it was like their editor put up post he's like in running this site it became less about fandom more about professionalism and now this whole move made my fandom come back big time like they're, they're covering this in like every single thing you can think of so I said check them out for for all their stuff on this anyway. I'm not happy <clears throat> alright let's move on alright yeah, I put a couple things in the dumping ground. I'll actually go out of order here. Uh, so, because we all love Qatar. 
Um, <laughs> this popped in the news. PSG president at Qatari National has been brought into Switzerland for questioning and an investigation into his uh, participation in bribing for World Cup broadcast rights. So this is the first time Qatar has been directly linked. And while it's not specifically for their bid, it is still a direct link to Qatar and bribery. Uh, So coupling that with the Arab nations now saying they want Qatar to lose the World Cup because reasons. Uh, Yeah, 2022 is looking sketchy, although it's been looking sketchy since 2010 and it's still there. So we'll see see if this uh, moves the needle at all. Oh, man. Well done, Qatar. Well done. FIFA, yeah. just more sh- shittiness from top top to bottom. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> next uh, thing I have is that uh, I guess with the U.S. men's national team's failure and one of the big criticisms being that not enough players have tested themselves overseas, uh, Bill Hamid has announced he's going to test himself overseas. Um, I believe, I forget who said it, uh, I think it was Brian Strauss, uh, so his most likely landing spot is in uh, Denmark, which uh, I don't exactly know how much better that league is in the MLS, but, you know. Uh, oh, and he's also been scouted by Eintracht Frankfurt of Bundesliga. So uh, one guy looking to uh, improve the future of American soccer by hopefully winning a starting job in Europe. So... Good luck, Bill. I won't miss you. Go to Europe. That's fine. Go away. Go far, far away. Get better. Yeah. And then finally, for those of you who are still upset about the World Cup uh, non-qualification, the future still looks bright. Uh, Along with the U-20s that have recently played well in the World Cups, the U-17s have made the quarterfinals in the U-17 World Cup and play England this Saturday. so check that out. England did go undefeated in the group stage, but did struggle to a penalty kick shootout with Japan in the round of 16, whereas the U.S. trounced Paraguay 6-0. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, so this is, I guess, a plus to see the U-17s and U-20s play well because the generation uh, that more or less just failed for the World Cup, um, you know, the, the 24- to 27-year-olds were in those years where the teams routinely did not either didn't qualify for the Youth World Cups. I mean, we were also talking about the days when there were very few uh, academies. So um, it's at least looking up for the future, um, even though that future seems so far, far away. Would you say that that the future is so bright that you'd have to wear some kind of shaded eye material? Mm, Maybe. I mean, you know, it's at least partly cloudy. It's at least partly cloudy with, like, you know, a high of 71. Yeah. Partly cloudy with only a chance of Taylor Twelman going bananas. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So wait, partly cloudy or mostly sunny? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Yeah, a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> that was your... Half glass full with a metaphor. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, look until until the 2019 Copa. I'm going to be depressed about this team. All right, so I got I got two years of mourning ahead of me. Everyone, stay alive for eight more years. We might see something. Yeah. 
So, just hang yeah. in and survive. Hang in there. Is the game against Portland on any TV? Uh, I, I think either Fox, one, Fox Sports 1 or Fox Sports 2. Um, I, I don't know for sure, uh, but that's where the games have been broadcast up to this point. I'm sure you know it, it's not on BN9. Yeah, probably not BN9, no. Yeah. All right, let's make it sure. So BN10 then. Yes. Yeah. B- it'll right. be on BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three. Yep, sure. uh, so is that it for Dumping Grounds? That is, is it? it. That's a lot. We're killing our fans tonight. Good. We're killing them. Yeah, we have done a lot tonight. But I got one more thing for you, Jay. Of course you do. And it's something we told you a long, long time ago. Terrible team of the week. I'm so glad I got to give it to DC again. <laughs> Not because they stink, and they do. Not because they lost to Portland for nothing, which they did. But they are now officially worse than Minnesota. And they can't improve at all, making us the smartest podcast on the face of the earth when we told you that DC (laughs) was going to be worse and you wouldn't listen to us. And we were right. What was the result of that poll? Did people vote for Minnesota? Uh, yeah, did, did it, was, it was like a 57, the 57% that they wouldn't be as bad as Minnesota, something around there. So it was, it wasn't a blowout. I mean, this is also when it was hot off the heels of Minnesota losing like consecutive games, seven, nothing, six, nothing. So, you know, there was that. It was a while ago. Let me, uh, I'll tell you exactly when it was. And then you can just edit out my, my, uh, my ramblings here. Cause I'm going to find it. Oh, here we go. We posted this on March 17th. Damn. Does DC finish lower than Minnesota United FC this season? 57% said no. March 43%. That was like two weeks into the season. Yeah. Two, three weeks in. Yep. And it was that was 126 votes. Damn. <laughs> Just saying, 126 votes, 57% said no in March. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So good. That's all I got for you, Jay. That's it. All right. Let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Patreon.com slash red bull rant. Uh, throw a few bucks away to help us support the show. You can. Uh, so much. I always forget to check the stupid email. Always. Yeah, I'm sure we didn't get anything. I'm pretty yeah. sure we didn't either. We got, we got we, one tweet. We did not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, RedBallRant at gmail.com. You want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash RedBallRant. On Twitter, at RedBallRant for the show. At Dr. Stooch for myself. At PMAC, DA2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud. Anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Yeah, you better off just tweeting us. Tweet us all your shit. We'll probably almost respond to all your tweets. And that being said, uh, win. Uh, Yeah, let's do this. Win. All right, so for Pat Schumann and myself, this has been episode number 245 of the Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls and fuck DC. Peace out. Uh, DC United. Hey!